Victoria here from Bell Vista Studios. In this video, we're going to be talking about what we've learned about graphic design. So each week, Victoria and Kim and I have time to learn about new things relevant to e-learning and the learning and development industry. And this week, we've been learning about graphic design. So we thought we would just share with you some of the things that we've learned through the research that we've done and also how we've applied it to what we've been working on. So hello, everyone and get set for a great time with Victoria and I today. Okay, so to get started, I'm going to take you through, so this is from an absolute legend, Christo. Uh, Christo is someone that we learned from. He has a YouTube channel and shares a lot of great insight around graphic design. So part of my learning this week was a video that Christo did around typography. So he spoke about five different elements to consider when you're creating typography. Um, so I'm just going to quickly go through them now and just share with you what each point means and how you can apply it to your learning design or your graphic design, whatever you would use it for. So the first one is a focal point. So that's around what's important. So when you're creating a design, whether it's an e-learning screen or a poster, think about what's the most important information that I need to get across to the person that's viewing that or learning through the e-learning and making sure that that important information stands out. So it could be the action that you want them to take. It could be the important knowledge that they need to have. Um, we more than often focus on the action. So changing behavior through action. So we would make sure that that information stands out on the screen. So that's the first one. The second one is order. So it's thinking about what order do I want the viewer or the learner to be reading the information that's on the screen. So that'd be like what you want them to read first, what you want them to read second and so on. So if you think about, for example, yesterday, Kim and I were talking about this to get someone motivated or interested in the thing that you're trying to teach or the poster that you're showing them, a good way to get them interested is to let them know what the why is or get them interested or curious around what you're showing them. So potentially that could be the first thing that you want them to see to get them engaged and interested. And then it could get into the information that is important for them to know, or it could be what's the most important thing that you need them to see before moving on. And that could be the first thing that they see. So it's just around having an intention around what is important for them to see first and what's the order of that content. And when people are looking at that, is that the case? So if you think about how we read things in um, America and Australia, it's top to bottom, left to right. And UK, sorry, I should just say English, really. Um, so you think about if there's something that you want them to read first, it's it would be better to put it on the top left, I'm thinking, from what we've been learning, rather than the bottom right. Because the bottom right, if you go in that order, that'd be the last thing that you would read. So that's something else to consider. The third one is surprise. So what's the element of surprise that you're gonna have for your design? So this is around something standing out, looking different, being out of the ordinary and getting people to look and want to see more of it. So this could be an interesting image. It could be um, something interesting about the word. You might split a word into two and because that's different, people are interested and wanna know what's going on. So incorporating that element of surprise. Negative space, so thinking about white space can be your best friend. So you don't need to fill up every single bit of space on the screen 
or if you're creating an Instagram post, you don't need to fill it all up. You can use white space um, to create a nice look and feel and let the design breathe, I guess. So like having that extra area so it's not overcrowded. So that's something else to consider. And then the last thing is details and details is something that our team has to focus on a lot. So it's around making sure that there's no typos, making sure that the grammar is correct, um, making sure that things are aligned properly. So is one paragraph here and another one's here and they should really be in alignment. So just considering those minor details and paying attention to that before you release your design. Um, and at Belvista Studios, we have a pretty thorough Q&A process. So we spend a lot of time looking at things and making sure there's no errors and things are aligned properly. And so that is something that we do a lot of now. Um, so yeah, that's what I learned this week. Victoria, the absolute legend, is going to talk about um, she's been creating Instagram stories and learning about graphic design through that process with Kim. So I will hand over to you, Victoria. Right. So I'll um, start off just by sharing my screen um, and I'll show you some of the designs that I came up with um, throughout the week. Uh, we were using Canva for these um, and there's a lot of great templates on there that you can use and just adjust things like the colour and images and fonts. Um, so I basically just went through, we wanted to send out some um, tips and just like little bits of helpful information using our Instagram stories. Um, so I was basically just taking those from some posts we've made, some blogs we've um, created as well, um, and just popping those into little templates that we can send out uh, via Instagram stories just to share with our community. Um, so Kim, I sat down with Kim, she reviewed each of the um, posts that I made um, and just gave me some little tips and feedback on those because uh, I am just starting out learning um, about graphic design. So I'll just go through a couple that we went through um, and just let you know what kind of feedback I was getting from her. A lot of it was kind of tied into what you just spoke about, Hannah, yeah. um, which I actually haven't seen that video yet, so <laughs> might have been useful for me to have a look at that. Um, so this is one of the first ones I made and it was, this was just a two slide story. Yeah. Um, so for this one, the hierarchy and that was all fine, like that's sort of the key thing we want there to grab people's attention. Yeah. Um, one of the tips I did get back from Kim um, was for larger bits of body text like that to have a different font. Um, I was kind of sticking to the same font for both posts, basically, for all of the text used. Yeah. Um, but Kim brought up, and it is a good point, that this is a bit difficult to read just due to the spacing between the letters. Mm. Um, for a heading, it works, but, yeah, for longer, paragraph, longer paragraphs, um, it does get a bit tricky with the spacing between the letters and then between the words. Mm. Um, it's a bit harder to read. Or it's a bit harder to see just from looking at it where this, like, the correct spacing is between each word. So um i'm going to try that out with some different fonts and also have a go as well at making it so that it's not all uh uppercase um because having all the capitals might even just be part of the reason why it is difficult to read yeah. um so i'm going to give that a go and see what improvements can be made there um another thing was these shapes that are on both of the pages yeah. Um, so initially the Canva template actually had the shapes at the top and the bottom, um, but I kind of wanted to frame it as like, that's the beginning and that's the end. Um, whereas Kim was saying it's 
kind of good to have a design like that at the start of each post. Like you need to look at them individually, not as a whole group. Um, Cause obviously when people are looking at it, like they're just going to see that slide. They're only going to see one at a time. Yeah. Um, so you kind of want to draw people in with that design up the top. So they, I get drawn straight to that. Then they read the key point. Um, and then later on, we're going to add a little poll there once we actually post it on Instagram. So you do want them to travel that way, not there's a design down there, then you want them to read back up here. Yeah. Question there. Um, so yeah, there's some adjustments for that post that can be made that will improve it. Um, just for people flicking through, having a look, it might make it a bit more eye-catching. Yeah. Um, the next one we'll have a look at just is... On that, Vic, before you move on, I think it's really interesting the spacing between like words and sentences and paragraphs mm. being easy to read. Like I did notice that when I was looking at that design. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like if you don't look for it, you wouldn't notice it, but you can sort of see like it is like individual letters rather than words. Mm. And yeah, that does make it harder to read. And that's interesting because I haven't always thought about that, how the spacing between words can make things easier or harder to read. Yeah. So I think that's like a good lesson for people watching as well. Like look at the spacing and like take the time to like step back, look at the design and say like, is that the easiest way it could be read or is there another format where the words would be easier to comprehend? Yeah, definitely. Like that extra cognitive load for people to try and be able to read something when we're trying to teach people things. Like it makes it too much. So yeah, I think that's, that's really Yeah, cool. yeah, definitely. Um, so the next one we'll jump into is this one, which is actually there's uh, six all together for the story. So I'll just flip through quickly so you can get an idea of um, what it looks like. This yeah. is just five tips basically on how to avoid missed deadlines. Um, so it's all a very similar design throughout. Oops, not, not too far. Um, again, a lot of negative space, which is a positive. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, but for this one, so we just tried to bring in the brand here through the colours. Um, keep it nice and simple, though, because there is actually quite a bit of text throughout this one. Um, so a couple of things that came up were the alignment, because I sort of just popped each bit of text in wherever it fit on the screen between the designs um but as we know we kind of want it to be a bit more equal Mm. facing there and again like for this bit of text like there's a large space there and again there and it just makes it a bit difficult for the eye to follow um so yeah just checking things like the alignment and the spacing of things even if you think (laughs) it might look okay like there is little things like that can improve it um another thing that came up was because these are stories and it is, we are intending to post them one after the other, so it's going to be like a journey that the whoever's viewing it goes through. Um, a way that you can link designs like this is to carry the shapes over. So we can see there that there's a half circle there, so potentially having on that screen the other half of the circle there. Um, and just little bits like that with the design, like keeping it flowing through. Still the exact same kind of shapes, but just having them carry over to the next one. So this previous screen could have a like the little wavy line there and then maybe another one there and then that one carries on to the next. Mm, that's cool. Side, just to kind of bring it all together a bit more because at the moment uh, when you look at them all together, they do, it does sort of. You can tell it's like part of the path. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's just something else little to adjust. And I think it's cool that like, because I, Christo talks about keeping things consistent. So having like repetition. Mm. But having an element of surprise that's so about repetition so people aren't like having to figure out how to read it because it's so different every time 
yeah, yeah. But also, I think like you've achieved both because you've got the repetition of it's the same type of design. So the text is the same and it's the same colors, but then it's that element of surprise because each screen has a slightly different version of the element. So I think that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um, next up, we have our goal slides. So again, I think this one is maybe four or five slides. Okay. Um, so I'll just click, click through. So again, it was just a template. I've just adjust, adjusted colors and um, images and the text. Um, so overall, like we were really happy with this slide. Um, it's nice and clear and easy to read and it does grab your attention. Um, this one, Kim wants me to have a go at making that background black there as well, just to try and frame it a bit better. And with what you were saying earlier about reading from left to right, this does take you on that journey, but it's a bit less obvious because of the colour blocks. So we kind of want to read, like have a look at that, read that, and then this one takes you onto the next page just with where it sits Yeah. Um, on the screen um, just to be able to, yeah, follow it down and then move across to the next one. Um, but yeah, we kind of think the white just takes away from that a little bit, so it would be good to give it a black frame as well um, yeah. to make that a little bit more obvious. Um, that was all for that one. Did you have any comments or feedback on those? Um, I think it's cool because it is different. Like there are surprising elements on the screen. It's not just like normal text. Yeah. Like yeah. if you go across to the next one. Yeah, I like that. And I like how the text is aligned to that bottom, Im bottom image. Like you can see you've made that alignment decision there. Um, and I can see how the black would look better. I don't fully have an understanding of why. Like, did Kim describe why the black would look better on the top? I think it is basically just to make it a smoother transition through it all. So, because at the moment, the white kind of separates that, whereas we want it to be yeah, okay. like a, just a flow through <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, it doesn't really need to be white because just having the image fully left aligned, that's enough to have it like framed separately. Um, yeah. <laughs> it just like connects the design more. Mm. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah, I like it. That's cool. Awesome. Uh, and then the last one that we had was this one here, which is just a two, uh, two slider. And this one does have a white um, border on it as well. Um, so overall, we did really like the design of this one. Um, the feedback was just to try uh, to un-italicize the font. Okay. Because um, generally, I know with us anyway, a lot of the time in e-learning, italics are used for quotes yeah. um, or instruction text or that kind of thing. Whereas this is just, uh, since it's just a post, it doesn't really need the italics on it. And people are used to reading just normal font with no italics applied. So, um yeah, that will be the adjustment we make on that one. Nice. And it's cool. I feel like the text stands out there against the black. Like, it's good contrast against the white and black, which is cool. Mm. Yeah, it's nice and simple. Yeah. I think that's something else to consider as well with um, graphic design. And we have started being really careful with it is accessibility. So thinking about, is it really easy for people to read? And people who have vision impairments, will they struggle to read what we're putting out into the world? And I think black and yeah. white is like a really good way to make sure. There's obviously lots of other combinations, but I really like with this one, like it's really, the text stands out and you can definitely read it. So yeah. I think that's like another thing to take into consideration for people 
watching and what we do is like really think about and there's like uh color contrast tools that you can find mm. on the internet where you can like paste your background color and your text color um, and it tells you whether it meets accessibility requirements so there's three different types of accessibility i think it's a double a and triple a triple is like when it has to be really accessible and that's like the highest level of accessibility that's a bit harder to meet but it's yeah a good um habit to get into of checking how accessible your graphic design is as well yeah definitely agree with that that was awesome um, so yeah that's everything we covered yesterday cool thanks Vic that was awesome so I guess just to finish off it's been really good to talk about what we've learned from graphic design and applying it to what we've been working on I think that's been really cool to embed the learnings and hopefully people who are watching are thinking about what they're working on well I'll talk to you actually because you're watching right now but you're probably thinking about what are you working on at the moment and how can you apply what we have learned to your own projects um, just have a look even if you have an Instagram account um, or you're creating e-learning courses have a look with the lens of what we've just spoken about and see how you can improve your work um, I guess just to finish off what I'll do is so I was creating Instagram posts um, before I started getting into graphic design so there's definitely improvements that I think would need to be made and the more that I learn the more I'm thinking oh my gosh why did I do it like that and I can definitely do it better um, but I guess that's just about learning and improving over time so um i don't know if there's any that stand out to you vic that you think could be improved like we could sort of do a critique on some of the instagram posts that i'm done thinking about what we've learned with graphic design yeah um... i think something kim and i spoke about yesterday is that writing is so small in that yeah yeah so, i like the idea of it but yeah it is a bit it yeah. doesn't stand out enough yeah so for me that's the important information and it doesn't stand out on screen so that's something i would definitely improve and accessibility as well like it's tiny writing some people might not even be able to read that yeah I think for me as well, I think it's okay to have something like that or that, but to me, there's not like a big element of surprise. Yeah, well, yeah, it is tricky because I do like those because they are just simple, but it is eye-catching as well. Um, yeah, okay. Especially like the ones where they've got the different font, like the different colours. Yeah. Um, it does make me want to look at it and find out more. Yeah. But yeah, I guess there is, isn't really a surprise element to those. Mm. Um, I think as well thinking about, I think I may have done it okay here, but thinking about what words are you making stand out? So like the purple word and the blue word, blue mm -hmm. words there, like are they actually what we want people to see first and is that the most mm -hmm. important information on the screen? Yeah. And I've sort of done it, I think I've done it, oh, I don't know. But yeah, I probably wasn't thinking about it as much as are the words that I'm making stand out actually the most important words on the screen? So that's something I think I could improve too. Mm -hmm. Um, what else? That to me, I don't like how the, it's different sizes. Like they're all the same post, post style, but it's not consistent. 
That is tricky though when you want to keep it consistent, but if it's different lengths. I know we get that a lot with our e-learning modules as well. Mm. Um, <laughs> wanting to use the same designs, but it doesn't always work for the content you actually yeah. have. Anything else, Vic? Um, well, yeah, I don't know. I do like the simple design, so <laughs> the black on white yeah. to me. Um, but yeah, I guess having little things, like with that attention grabber one there, that mm -hmm. is like a simple way that you can jazz it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it's still easy to read. It still uh, achieves the same thing, basically, but it's just yeah. something a little bit extra. Yeah, definitely. And I think it does grab your attention, the word mm -hmm. attention grabber. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you said, to the other information on screen. Yeah. Um, that's probably a little bit small, that writing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we're doing okay, but there's definitely, yeah, other things that we could apply. But... We're still learning, so we could be missing things that fix that was wrong. Probably definitely find a lot more than us being yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So thank you everyone for watching. It's definitely a learning process for Victoria and I. We're still starting to learn about graphic design and starting to apply it to our projects, but we hope that it's helped you think about how you can apply it to yours. And thank you so much for watching. <laughs>